I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is how to get any man you want, the unbreakable rule. Okay, so this is the third episode in a three-part series entitled, How to Get Any Man You Want. This series is for the ladies, and it was created in response to your popular demand. Here's the thing. Men are not that complicated. If you are single and you do not want to be, it is your fault, ladies. It all begins with accepting responsibility for that fact. Just like it's the man's fault if he cannot be sufficiently attractive to a woman to secure the sexual opportunity, it is your fault if you cannot be sufficiently attractive to a man to secure the commitment opportunity. It's on you. Fortunately, I'm here to help. Now, to get any man you want, you only really need to do three things. In my first episode, I talked about the first thing, you need to be useful. It's by being useful that you can insinuate yourself so completely into the day-to-day operation of a man's life that it would be next to impossible to get rid of you. That's de facto commitment. In the second episode, I talked about the second thing. You have to be the nastiest, sluttiest version of yourself possible. It's by doing things with him sexually that you haven't done with other men, and ideally that he hasn't done with other women, that you will most effectively communicate your interest and attraction. Satisfy his libido proactively, and due to the refractory period, you've got de facto exclusivity. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the third thing, the unbreakable rule. Now, I'm sure a number of you women watched those first two episodes and said to yourselves, Orion, that's not it. I did both of those things. Look at me. I look good. No man has ever had complaints in the sexual department. I take care of all that. And I do everything for my man. I cook, I clean, I look after his kids, I do his taxes. I mean, like, Orion, you do not know what you are talking about. I've done both of those things, and it still doesn't work. Okay. I believe you. If you did the first two things and it still didn't work, there are only two real possibilities here. The first possibility is that you have a love-savior complex. This is basically the female equivalent of the white knight complex in men. You choose messed up project men who you think you can improve through the healing power of your love. This is the beauty and the beast delusion, and it doesn't work. I mean, it's a fairy tale, ladies. It's not meant to be taken literally. If this is you, just like those white-knighted men, you have to take a deep, long look at yourselves and heal whatever part of you believes that you are not enough. Fix yourselves, and you won't have to fix men. So that's the first possibility. But to be honest, the second possibility is much more likely. If you're still not with the man you want, it's very likely that you're in this situation because you violated the unbreakable rule. This means that you did the one thing that you absolutely positively weren't supposed to do, which is what this episode is about. This rule is a trump card. If you violate this rule, it doesn't matter if you do the other two things. And I know for a fact that there are a lot of you out there breaking the unbreakable rule. You might be doing it right now. That's how common it is. So, what's this unbreakable rule? To paraphrase Solomon, purportedly the wisest man who has ever lived, 
a wise woman builds a house with her hands and tears it down with her mouth. With her mouth. The reason, ladies, why you are still single after doing the other two things is because you ran your mouth. The unbreakable rule is that you can't ever disrespect the man you want to be with, period. You have to remove every single iota of disrespect from your communication. It's a going out of business sale. It's all got to go. This means not a single critical word or a contemptuous glance or an impatient sigh. It's all got to be exercised from your communication. And if you don't do this, you will continue to snatch defeat from the jaws of success time and time again. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You may also consider hitting the thanks button and tipping me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this episode. It's your support that helps make all of this possible. I really appreciate it. Now, let me go off script for a moment and give you an example of what I was talking about. Many years ago, uh, a female who was close to me gave me a call, all distraught. Apparently, her boyfriend had taken her out for dinner on Valentine's Day. And as they were eating dinner in the middle of the restaurant, apparently, this man just decided to start yelling and screaming at her and berating her and criticizing her before storming out of the restaurant. And this woman was distraught and wanting to know how she might navigate this situation. And I began by responding, okay, I don't really believe that that's how things went down. She said, well, what do you mean? I said, I don't know this guy, but I doubt that he's psychotic. And a normal adult man does not just sit in the middle of a public restaurant and start yelling and screaming at his woman on Valentine's Day. So there must, I'm not saying he should have been screaming at you. I wasn't there, but- There had to have been something that you said or did that triggered that interaction. And that suggestion that there was something that that woman might have said or did to set this guy off, set her off again. And she started yelling and screaming at me. Why you take this man's position? I can't believe you would take his side. And she hang up on me. And and, and that was the end of that. So it's like, not only do women often not appreciate that they might be contributing to their own difficulties. They don't want to hear how they might be contributing to their own difficulties, even when they ask for how they are contributing to their difficulties. So I'm going to take one for the team here because I'm on a screen, so you can't really you know, come after me um, because I'm going to tell you the things that a lot of men might have tried to tell you in the past, but you might not have reacted um, in a positive way to that feedback, okay? All right, women. The shit I have heard you say in my lifetime, if I were to say to another man, I would get knocked into next fucking week. You have to understand that a man is like both an angel and an animal. We're not all good and we're not all bad. And the animal is going to respond how you would expect an animal to respond. Disrespecting, criticizing, or attacking a man is going to arouse the animal in him. Expressing contempt for a man while at the same time expecting that he exercise 
perfect angelic patience and self-transcendence with you doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? You wouldn't go around slapping rattlesnakes or mocking grizzly bears or shaming wild dogs, would you? We wouldn't say there was anything fragile about those animals if they were to respond in line with their natures, would we? Now, I am definitely not advocating that men respond to women's attacks in kind in any way. Men should never fight with a woman, ever. It's just not worth it because there's no real way to win. So if men can't really respond and women continue with the disrespect, what's the only thing that men can do? Leave, which is what they do. No amount of sex or assistance is enough to compensate for a disrespectful woman. And it's a very stupid woman who forces a man to choose between her and his own peace of mind, especially since other women exist who will not force him to make that decision. Now, does this mean that you have to like everything that your man does? No. Does this mean that you have to agree with everything your man thinks? No. Does this mean that you have to turn a blind eye to every mistake he makes? Definitely not. But does this mean that you have to find ways to differ, disagree, and correct without disrespecting him? Absolutely. And you can do it. Respect is a quality of action. If you can do something disrespectfully, I guarantee that you can do the same thing respectfully. So you're going to need to remove all the disrespectful components of your communication in order to get and keep the man that you want. And for the record, this doesn't just mean communication with the man in question. It means all of your communication about the man in question to your friends, your family, your coworkers. Do not complain about your man to other people. It's a bad look, ladies, because who the fuck chose that man? Did he bonk you on the head and drag you off like a caveman? It was your choice to be with that guy. You worked to get him in most cases. So talking shit behind a man's back only makes you look foolish. And of course, all of that talk eventually gets back to the guy anyway. The way to keep yourself safe here, ladies, is to pretend that you're talking to whoever you're talking about. Again, pretend you're talking to whoever you're talking about. Follow this advice and it will be much, much harder for you to break the unbreakable rule. Finally, women, you may need to appreciate that you could be communicating disrespect to men in unintentional ways. Remember, in this case, it doesn't matter whether or not you think something is disrespectful. It matters whether he thinks something is disrespectful. The cat decides what milk is good. You can see my episode, Respect Means Different Things to Men and Women, for more on this topic. The easiest way to approach how men understand respect is to examine the military. Militaries are created by men for men, and they codify all kinds of masculine ideals, honor, duty, status, and respect. And the easiest way for anyone to mentally test whether or not some behavior could be construed as disrespectful is to imagine whether or not you would do that with a superior officer. Ladies, if you wouldn't say that in that way to your boss or your CO, then do not say that in that way to your man. That's the unbreakable rule. You can't ever disrespect the man you want to be with, not once. This means words, this means gestures, 
facial expressions, tones of voice. This means things you do and things you passively, aggressively don't do. Get rid of it all. You can keep your man or you can keep your disrespect, but you may not be able to keep both. The choice is yours. So let's recap. Women can get any man that they have direct access to, even if they're not extremely attractive. The master key, the way to get your foot in the door, is to be useful because that allows you to enter into progressively more intimate dimensions of his life. Once you're there, the hook, the way to capture a man, is to be the nastiest, sluttiest version of yourself because this is the principal thing a man can get from you that he can't get anywhere else. And finally, you keep your position by honoring the unbreakable rule, eliminating every single form of disrespect from your communication. If you follow these three steps, then you too can get any man that you want, guaranteed. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.